Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. Is that all the oh, I don't care crap? A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian Pigeon Mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG 13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Hello, 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 y'all. Hello. Um, welcome to another episode of Bravo Wild Black. And um, this time, we have someone also near and dear to our hearts who yes. also has not only a podcast, but a whole-ass YouTube channel, you guys. We have Brandon Lord on. Say hi to the people, Brandon. Hello, people. Thank you guys <laughs> so much for having me on. This is so exciting. Listen, we're so excited to have Brennan. Um, this is like our first time kind of meeting visually. So it's like, y'all, it's iconic right now. Yeah, the vibes right. are immaculate already because we have some opinions coming up that I cannot wait to hear. Mm-hmm. Well, you'll, you'll just hear, you'll just hear. But first, how are y'all doing? How was your week? Who pissed you off this week? Um, what kind of made your week? Just like a general, like, let us know, slide in our DMs and just let us know what you've been up to because we care about you as much as you care enough to listen to us. Um, But so can you tell me kind of like what's made your week, Brandon, anything that that either pissed you off or something that was like, hmm, I like that. (laughs) So is this like Bravo related or like real life related or both? Real life. Yeah. Oh, real life. Well, you know, I wish I could say it was a very positive week, but I'd be lying. Um, you know, work really tried me today. My boss, she was working from home and I was like, wow, this is like a good, like relaxing Friday. Like you don't have to deal with the boss being in office, but no, she was click clacking on the keys just telling us all this stuff to do. Everyone was stressed. It was really bad. Like it was, I like wanted to cry, but it's fine. Like we survived, but you know, it's been a day. So I'm ready to talk shit and laugh. So I think this is the perfect ending. This will make the week good. I've also been getting over like a sickness. It's not COVID, but I'm just like, it's like, hold on now. You got, no, No, I got tested. I'm negative. I swear. That's good. That's always good. We always want, everyone to be healthy and hopefully happy and if you're not happy you can come on here and talk some shit and be happy is there anything that happened this week that either made your week or pissed you off um made my week um not too much i mean i did dye my hair so that was fun it went a little darker so that was a positive i know i really just worked this week so it was just kind of like yeah and it's been like busy what about you, Aaron? It's the same thing, work. Like, I don't know if y'all yeah. hear it in my voice, but work has been kicking my ass nonstop. Like, slamming me by my head on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's been a lot. But it's good. Like, we're getting closer to the weekend. It's Friday, so I just want to talk some shit. I'm really excited. I'm I know it get... made your day, though. Beyonce's what is that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, come on. Like, today was the day Beyonce dropped the visual. She let us know that we're going to get a visual album. I don't know if y'all peeped it, 
but we are getting a whole ass visual album and she looks so good like honestly i'm glad you called that out because that's that made that really set the tone for the rest of the week in the weekend yeah so like what i guess i've had you know obviously it's been a stressful life really but I want to focus on the positive this week and like two things made my week was obviously the Beyonce confirmation that we got a visual. I was like, okay, that's one. Yeah. That's like, the that has thing. to be one and of them. And then also Nikki dropped a new song. Yes. So that's she another did. one. It's like Summer Bob. I love that. Oh. love her. And then also Rihanna has popped up in like, um, I think a Days and Confused shoot. Not Days and Confused, but Days Magazine. I'm sorry, that's me a day's magazine photo shoot. So I feel like she's like stepping her toe out and there's some new pictures of her with ASAP Rocky. So it's just like, like the Holy Trinity. Yeah. The- well, she could, she could wait three months. Like I'm not yeah, going to lie. Cause Beyonce months. is going to be on it for the, the yeah. next three months are going to be Beyonce's. Everybody exactly. can't wait. I wouldn't drop it all. So and then <laughs> to, to compliment that Gaga is on tour and, you know, I want to go see Gaga and like she's doing Monster. And I don't know if you know, like Monster is a throwback. This is the Chromatica ball. When I go see her and she does Monster, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. So <laughs> that is something that is really exciting. And then also my second thing was Tommy Lee dropped the dick pic on the TL and it's still, it's, it's still up it's still up yeah it's on it's on oh. twitter at least it can't be on instagram or facebook but it's on twitter um yeah i'm like twitter is gonna keep it alive forever like oh yeah it's, it's never alive. being deleted my gallery is gonna keep it alive so you guys have <laughs> dm me um and speaking of that was my daddy of the week we were on simone's podcast recently it's coming out soon so you guys make sure to check out bravo house vibes we will definitely share that to our instagram so you can listen to that episode so now that we got all of our positive and negative things out of the way fuck work fuck everything else yeah. we talked about let's get into some bravo liberty um starting with sheree our girl sheree we have some news about Mr. Tyrone, who wants to pop up while we see her getting her groove back with Martel Holt. Brandon, do you know who Martel Holt is? I don't really, but I've heard him be talked about, and he's from the Love and Marriage show, right? Yes. Yes, Love and Marriage, and I, you know that he's toxic. Yes, I've heard he's very toxic and not a good idea, but that's Sheree's type, so it makes sense. <laughs> it's not that surprising (laughs) i won't confirm or deny that because aaron loves it so you know and i'll allow him to love it because it's leo season and when it's leo season you can't say shit you already know (laughs) you can't say shit to a leo um so tyrone gilliams the original one who's breaking sheree's heart on this season of real Housewives of atlanta Talk to the Jasmine brand, because as we know, he is about to come on um, an upcoming episode of Atlanta, along with Apollo, for the She Buys Sheree launch. And she's actually going to get to confront him about leaving her and, you know, like having her look dumb and just wait for him all these years. And he's just out here acting like an ancient ass man. So he talks to the Jasmine brand. You would imagine that, you know, when you come to a filming or a taping or a big event and you're coming to like a reality star to talk to them, they make you sign a release. So this is what's confusing me. He talked to the Jasmine brand. He said, I was aware of the taping, but there is no arrangement contractually or any agreement with me and Bravo. I don't have a problem being supportive of a significant other or somebody I'm dealing with. But when they created that narrative and when the narrative was created in regards to me and a lunch date or something that I was supposed to have with Sheree, that's when my lawyers had to jump in it because it was putting me at risk for going back to prison. He also provided more details on why he could not attend, which I guess is why he couldn't come to the the sit down. I was on home confinement and I wasn't allowed. It was not an approved activity. Now, if I had an agreement, if it was already agreed that I would be working for the network, 
I could because that would have happened prior to that. Then I could have showed up and not get in trouble, but I'm not going to risk my life for anybody to go back to prison. And then he went on to say that both charade and production knew that he could not show up. I didn't stand her up. And more importantly, you can't stand up somebody where they know where you are. I don't care if it's a man, woman, you know, no matter what your persuasion is, straight or gay, <laughs> or significant <laughs> other. Fuck I, don't know why to do it. <laughs> I don't know why he added, I guess he wants to be politically correct. It's a new world, you know, he'd been locked up for 10 years. So he said, I don't care if it's a man, woman, you know, no matter what your persuasion is, straight or gay, your significant other or your partner, you know, where they lay their heads. So in my case, he definitely knew where I was because I was under home confinement. So basically what he's saying is that Sheree knew that he wasn't going to show up. And not only did Sheree know, but Bravo also knew that he wasn't going to show up. <laughs> um, I think that he should just shut the fuck up. Like, because he is going to be later, he's going to be on later in the season. I'm sure that he probably got paid or just like we heard on, I don't know if you guys watched like the after show, but after, the day after Real Housewives of Atlanta and Real Housewives of Beverly Hills airs, there's a Real Housewives of Atlanta and Beverly Hills after show that comes out on YouTube. And it kind of gets into the behind the scenes, what they're thinking, all this shit. Sheree told Kenya that when she did go and visit Tyrone before, Tyrone would actually, and we talked about this with Bravo Wild Black, Tyrone actually would try to get a paparazzi photo sneakily, like with her, and like sell pictures to the paparazzi because he lived in Philly and like, there's really no paparazzi in Philly. So it's like, how does Philly even know that Sheree is in the house? Um, I think it's just weird that he's coming out to say all this because you got your money, you're off home confinement, you're doing your reality show. And now it's like, you're trying to mess up the narrative and mess up what we have going on when he should just leave her alone. If he doesn't want her, you know, she got a new man. She's with Martel right now. It's just like stressful because I'm trying to have her have a good time. And she's one dating Martel, which is like the worst, the most toxic man you could date right now. And two, we got Tyrone being a sniper from the side. Aaron, what do you think about Tyrone's comments? I mean, I don't, I'm not going to say I don't believe him. Cause I kind of feel like we all kind of knew this. I think we all all speak for yourself. Well, I mean, I do think that we all knew this, um, but I just nope. feel like hey, we all. <laughs> I, it's like, I well, like everybody knew this more behind the scenes and just went with the flow of like what the show was presenting because that works out for him too because you get more screen time and stuff like that. But once you start saying things like this, it kind of takes away from the show, you know. So technically, don't say that shit. Yeah, like you're hurting yourself. Right. But he didn't have to say it because we kind of, you know. Yeah, it's like common sense. Brandon, you know. what do you think? Are you with Aaron with we all knew it was a setup? I would say I'm somewhere in the middle because, correct me if I'm wrong, didn't she like call him on the phone like the day before and he confirmed he would go? Mm-hmm. So, so I think maybe he thought he could go. And then the next day, Maybe he told production that he couldn't make it. Like maybe they were contacting him and like he let production know, like, no, it's not going to work out. I don't know why he didn't contact Sheree directly, but who knows? And then I do think production knew longer than Sheree did. And they wanted Sheree to like wait there and kind of like get sad and really look like she was stood up. So I actually kind of believe that Sheree didn't just because she was really sad and, like, when she broke down on the phone with Kenya, like, it felt right. probably the most <laughs> genuine moment she's ever had on the show, like, ever. So I believe that, and even if maybe she thought there's a chance he might not, for she convinced herself that he would surprise her and do something good. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if he's ever really done much good for her. So I don't know why she thought that. But, you know, it is, you know, I, I, I don't not believe him, but I also don't believe him because... <laughs> As Nini said, he's a con artist. So, like, should we believe yeah. him? said it. Yeah, she said it, and she was actually right, looking at those, uh, looking at his rap sheet in general. And then also just the way that he's moving, it's like he wants his own reality TV show, and he's working on it. You're doing all these interviews, you're doing all this 
impressed, but it's clear that you're a rookie because if you know it's good for you, you would go along with whatever the fuck happened and keep your mouth closed about it. Right. That other TV shows and networks and producers would know that you know how to be an executive producer or that you know how to be talent on a show and not ruin it for the viewers. But on top of that, in general, if you were going to come, then you should have just told Sheree. And it went down how it went down. And like, especially the way that he acts in interviews, he acts as if he doesn't care. He's laid back. You can believe whatever you want to believe, but he knows the truth. But you're out here talking to the Jasmine brand about this shit. Like, it's just very... Not the Jasmine brand. <laughs> it's weird. It's like, why are you doing that? Like, first, he did a whole interview with Tasha K, which I wrote about. And then now he's talking to the Jasmine brand. And it's like, baby, you're just trying to get on the shade room. And like, that's not what's happening here. Get on the shade room and talk about the actual scene that you filmed, yeah. you know, that's coming up and hype the episode up. Make that be one of the most highest. Because like episodes. I said, it's it's no point of him even saying any of this because all it's doing is just making him look like more of an asshole. Yeah. That's that's pretty gotta wait a long time before you spill tea like this. Like you can't do it right away because then yeah. people won't like want to fuck with you. Like we saw that to bring this to a place of summer house. We saw that with Luke. The second he tried to say that production was yeah. like, oh, they told me to yeah. ask Hannah out. What happened the next season? He was basically edited out and now he's gone. So you can't Ooh, be doing that's stuff like one that. Fun, man. Cause production I know, is like- I know you love him. Shut the fuck up. That's how production shows. Yeah, you can't be calling on production. You gotta wait for the tell-all book. Exactly. (laughs) Or like the Diamonds and Rosé book. Yes, I was just about to say that. But it makes me kind of wonder, why did they break up? Who, Sheree and Tyrone? Mm -hmm. Why? Because of shit like this. Like, would you date a dude that can't keep his mouth shut and literally is about to fumble your bag like okay fumble your own bag oh yeah no not not don't don't fumble the bag yeah my bag is being fumbled like there's a problem wasn't there like a worry too i remember there was like talk online when um this happened that he didn't want to be filmed that bravo was pissed because a big part of sheree's storyline coming back was him being a part of it and getting out of prison so now he doesn't want to film and it's like that's a big chunk of Sheree's storyline going away so definitely could yeah. have affected her job yeah it, it was a big story and we talked about that too and it's like okay now that we see it played out on the screen y'all need to get you need to get together and get the same story get but I love how she turned it around because now she's like pulling she by Sheree out of her ass and she's like we're continuing it and we're going to have some joggers and, you know. Okay. She's still looking for fabric. <laughs> okay. I want to know, like, while we're talking about it, people are just still making jokes about how we're never going to see Sushi by Sheree. But my thing is, we haven't even gotten to the fashion show episode. I think that Sushi by Sheree is coming and I think it's coming in in September. Is that, what do you think? Is that your theory? I have a question because I vaguely, I have like a, a, either it was a fever dream or it's a legit memory. Remember the last season she was on when she like said the whole spring summer mm-hmm. line? Didn't wasn't didn't she release some joggers? She it released like, some clothes. Yeah, and so yeah, yeah. Okay. she did, so, but it wasn't the real thing. That because like, I said that too. I was like, isn't it kind of already out? Yeah, um, but right. right back. You can't find it anywhere. And we I mean, it looked pretty basic. Like it was like just joggers and then like a low, like okay. Because she had to just prove the girls wrong. She's like, I'm just yeah. gonna, you know, <laughs> give you give a little, little tracksuit. Here's a soft launch. Oh. <laughs> a sneak peek to four years Literally. in the future. Listen, okay. So, do you think it's coming out though? I don't not, but. I don't know. I feel like we haven't even have we seen a sneak peek online or like anything? But is there an Instagram page? Ariana and Katie have an Instagram page for their sandwich shop, and that's nothing. That's sticks, <laughs> that's stones, that's dirt. And they have an Instagram page. Where is she by Sheree? Katie has bitch on worldwide merch. And the episode just came out. She doesn't have like a preliminary, like, 
a PR package, like, oh, sneak peek, and having like cast members well, kind of you maybe know what? sneak peek it on their story. That's why Sheree needs a Don Juan, because I do believe that was Don Juan, who was like, hey, you mm-hmm. know, Candy, you just said this shit, so you might as well just put that shit on the shirt. And she was like, you know what? You right. And they put <laughs> it on the shirt. And I think that's what Sheree needs. She really needs Dwight in her corner again. I think it's coming, and I think it's going to be in September. And you guys are going to literally, like, pay. Anyone listening <laughs> is going to pay. Because... The, Listen, I side fine. with you. I believe no, that. Oh, yeah. Coming. I know that Aaron's on my side. Because Aaron, Aaron tries to shush me when I question things about Sheree. <laughs> I'm not against but, you. I want to believe it. I want but, like, her to come out with it. Brandon, like, you're going to be buying a pair of She by Sheree joggers by the end of September. It depends how expensive they are. What do you think, like, September? You know, the show's still on, but we're going to be further in the show. She might drop it right after the the episode where we see the fashion show. It's like all this anticipation building, and then da-da-da. Like, I can't. I mean, you're probably right. I just also think she could do better marketing because <laughs> she's still looking for fabric on the show. Like, I don't know. It's just a lot. Like, I want her to succeed, but I feel like she's like the cause of her own demise half the time. And I don't want her to be because I like her. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah, yeah but yes, to yes. be fair, I, I feel like that's how it goes sometimes, especially like with with anybody who has a business that's on the network because they're showing you when you're in your beginning stages and you're like doing the soft launch and stuff like that. And people on the outside world in the outside world, they're like, where, where's the shit in stores? And you're like, well, you have to wait because I want you guys to see like how it started. Like me picking out the fabrics, me getting the models together and doing it. It's been a very soft launch. Very soft. Some Slowly might say you could. She needs a Ivy hand Park right trailer. That's what she needs. She needs like one of those trailers with like the other ladies modeling it. I think she would do really good if she did something like that. Yeah, but I, agree. I, I, I. She has her yeah. son. Her son is a whole ass model. Like you literally have a team in front of you, and Sheree looks good as hell herself. Like she can put that shit on and wear it. I will say I do have faith that if and when it comes out, it will be amazing, hopefully, because Chateau Charay is amazing. Mm-hmm. And that took a while. And that so took a she day. that's a big instance where she succeeded after a while. But you know. That might be her style. Like Charay just takes her time and she's like, you know, it's gonna come out when it comes out. Like like she's making an album. She's not just mm-hmm. making a would you say it's like the beyonce renaissance acts maybe yeah you know like we have little girls and they're really cute and they're doing what they do you know zara's doing their thing revolve is doing their thing but then when she by sheree steps she by sheree is gonna step so hopefully it comes in september and then we can just continue to say spring summer september and it's iconic so let's go on to jersey because obviously we had the people call it the royal wedding shout out to kendrick i did not know people were saying that because you know i'm not that big of a jersey fan, but i do respect his place but we had the royal wedding it was the bet awards up in that bitch like i have never seen so many black people at a bravo event in my entire life. I, I know, I get it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, what is what is Ion doing there? We just met Ion. She just met Ion. Ion just met Ion. She's like, inv- Ion. She invited the who's who. This was, like, Sheree's house party, like, in the season one, where she's like, I'm, invi- I'm inviting Atlanta's elite. And that's, right. who, that's who it is. Like, this right. is... And you know what? Someone asked in our comment section, which was a fair question, oh, but are... He's the only black people that she know. And I was like, hmm, good question. But turns out, no, because someone else reminded me in the comments, Teresa's from Patterson, New Jersey. So I heard that Patterson has a very big black population. And then on top of that, I was looking at, um, you know, who did the, the makeup, who did the hair, but um, I was <laughs> definitely looking <laughs> the $10,000 ponytail job. Um, I was looking at- What? 
and the the event planner was black and then on top of that like there was <laughs> i don't know if you guys remember when she went to jail and she was like the boss bitch and she had all those big people it was like lined up white black white black white black so i'm just like you know what Teresa can hang for right now you know i i'm over this whole political thing you know and obviously i don't go to her for politics but as far as like in real life and also seeing her relationship with kenya and her relationship with people in Patterson, hiring a black event planner, her stay in jail, running with the big bitches, okay? She is, you know, down. Teresa literally the- knew exactly what to do. And this was yeah. exactly what to do. Yeah. And then the, also the, the the songs that they were playing on the dance floor, everybody was getting down. And I'm just like, okay, y'all are really fucking it up. Like, the only <laughs> thing that they were missing was us. Like, like where's our... <laughs> Invitation, you know, it's coming soon. Yeah, (laughs) when they get divorced in two years, because he's also a con artist, and then she has her other wedding in like 10 years. I think we may get him. Oh, it's not, I don't think I'm gonna be there. Like, I have (laughs) we're gonna crash it. (laughs) I have to be there, especially if it was like this wedding. Like, excuse me, okay, so. I don't know, but it makes me go a little bit softer on Louis. I still have a bunch of red flags about him, but just seeing how in love she is and just how happy she is and how beautiful she looked and how beautiful everyone looked and how, how good of a time it was in that environment. I don't know. I hope that they make it and I hope that he straightens up his his shit. But I as far as his allegations and everything that he's accused of, I believe that shit, like 100%. So speaking of the wedding... <laughs> There were two people notably absent. Uh, Joe Was Gorga it Melissa Gorga? And Melissa Gorga. Wow, what a surprise. She wasn't on display, on display at the wedding? She wasn't there? Al, she was, she said that she wasn't coming. Um, I'm honestly surprised by this because regardless of whatever they go through, they Italian and they wrote. You're shocked? Yes. Yes. <laughs> like the doja cat meme that you post you're shocked oh don't the shit that got snatched down (laughs) we can talk about it here they can't snatch shit down here you bitches have no power here um yeah (laughs) anyways so they weren't there um and it's apparently because of a big blowout fight that louis and Teresa were saying that Melissa is cheating with some fine man who's an actor apparently named Nick Barada. And there's some tea that apparently Melissa kissed him in the car and, and like Margaret was there and she never talked about it. And there was just a huge fight before the wedding. So Melissa said that, fuck that, you know, she's not going to the fucking wedding and they're toxic. Not them remaking Euphoria. (laughs) Cassie versus Maddie vibes. Um, oh, God. But then on top of that, they also didn't really want to go because Melissa wasn't in the bridal party, which I definitely get that because, like, Louis' sisters were in the bridal party, I believe. So Yeah, because it- they knew how to shut the fuck up. Melissa <laughs> does not, and that is her biggest problem. That will always up. get her in trouble, her mouth. Her mouth. You were not invited to the bridal. Do you th- do you wonder why? I wonder if she ever wonder why. Would Brandon, you- Brandon uh, please yes. don't let either of our opinions sway you. What do no, you think never. about her not, not being invited? And do you, whose side do you lay on? Melissa's or Teresa's? And Aaron, stop looking like that. <laughs> It's me looking. Like, I'm seeing what Brandon is going to say right now. He's like, what is he about to say? <laughs> um, okay. So I actually, you know, I've given this some thought because leaving the last reunion where Teresa was truly awful, I was kind of on Melissa's side just from where Jersey left off. Because I feel ways about Melissa, but Teresa is like a nightmare. Like, and Terrible. like I like Teresa, I always have a soft spot for her, but we got to be real. She, she like actually dealing with her is different than watching her. So I feel like we kind of got to see that at the reunion. However, with them not going to the wedding, 
And allegedly, I think I read somewhere that it was actually Louie who brought it up to Melissa because Melissa like brought something up to him. And then at the finale, mm-hmm. he like threw that at her. And then he found out because Teresa and Jennifer were told it by Marge's ex-best friend. I don't know. It's something like wild. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I think it was overall shitty and just a way to kind of make it about themselves. Because mm-hmm. I thought back to um, when Melissa first entered the Bravo Sphere in Jersey. And how did I feel initially when Melissa joined the show? And when she joined the show, I remember I hated her because I felt like she was so mean. And she instantly, right off the bat, came in talking shit about Teresa and t- bringing up their finances. Like, just talking all the shit. And my thing's this. Family shit is family shit. Family's petty. Family's dysfunctional. I get it. I'm sure Teresa was awful and, like, threw out your cookies and not hurt your feelings. And she, Teresa has that way where she can find, like, a reason to get angry about anything. You could say hi. And she'll be like, why are you saying hi like that? Like, she just gets (laughs) mad. So I get it. But when you bring that to TV... And you air it out like that and you bring up dirty shit like finances. That's when I'm like, I don't know. That's like another level. That's showing me that you're undercover, like really a snake. I think Teresa has faults, but she's not calculated. She's just kind of like emotionally unintelligent and like doesn't get basic things sometimes. Whereas Melissa is like a narcissist that just like really wants it to be about her but she's not interesting enough for it to be about her. Ooh. So it's like, it, it's never going to happen. So I just listened to, because Melissa just did her podcast with Joe, and they talked about, like, not going to the wedding and, like, their reasoning. And they basically just said, essentially, that it was just toxic, and they tried with Teresa, and it just won't work. But I don't know. I just feel like her and Joe think very highly of themselves and think they add to the show more than they actually do. And they just like, they're perpetual victims and I'm kind of just over them. And I'm team Teresa on this one. Not team Louie. I'm not team Louie. I think he's... No, 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 no. That he's... They should have signed a prenup. He's going to fuck her over. But I'm glad she was happy. She got the toddlers and tiara hair she wanted. She wore the not awful, but not $10,000. It was like 1,500 bobby pins or something like that. Some some insane. But this is the thing. Wait. Okay. So while we're on that, the hair specifically, were you surprised though? Because I was not surprised. I feel like that was Teresa. I like, I don't know if I just like lied to myself before the wedding, but for some reason I thought she would do something more chic. I don't know. I thought it was going to be more simple for some reason. And I don't know why, because she never really goes simple. But for some reason I was like, I think she's just going to do like her hair waving and down. Like the dress wasn't that surprising, but I thought overall it would be a bit more understated. But then when I really thought about it and like it happened, I was like, well, of course, like, duh. It was still wild. It was a lot. But I ultimately, I I think she really liked it, and therefore I liked it. Okay, that is fair enough. And look at Aaron. He's so happy. <laughs> I am satisfied with that. Like, that, that was a hot take, guys. A really hot take. Don't you agree, Kaya? <laughs> <laughs> All I know is it's not <laughs> right for them not to be there. And I think that she didn't uninvite them, but at the same time, she didn't make it a place where them or the kids were wanted. Because I'm always thinking about the kids too. And it's like Melissa and Joe's kids should have had a place. Like if, if Melissa wasn't a bride, like, like I wasn't like a bitch that I don't like on my bridal party either. I get that. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I would incorporate the kids somehow because those are my nieces. But now. I think you also have to take into account, like you remember Bridezilla's. You remember how it would be like the week before the wedding or like a few days before the wedding. Like you're dealing with all the stress, and then it gets to a certain point where you're like, "Fuck it, don't invite her. Don't don't let her come to the bridal shower. Don't let her like." come to the wedding because she's stressing you the hell out 
and she's crying and she's on social media and doing the most. And now she's on this podcast, which is what Teresa already knew. So she's like, you know what? You're done. And Melissa well, is very passive aggressive. Yeah. So. And I feel like they uninvited themselves also. So, I mean, when you uninvite yourself or when you choose not to go, it's different because I also saw that they were not removed from the guest list. <laughs> like their, their seating or whatever was still there. So technically, Teresa was like, look, I'm being nice. You're still on the list. You still have, you can probably do the same thing. I would leave their guest cards out and all. So it's and not I would my- be like, see guys, they didn't show uh, up. It's a shame. They didn't show up. He's my only No brother. plates. Two plates gone to waste. Who's going to eat the chicken? Louie. What a shame. I guess we have to feed the plates to the dogs. It's like... Chanel, come and please, you'll be the guest because they're gone. That's how Chanel probably got invited because Melissa did go. She's like, okay, well, I like Chanel, so... Yes. And then, well, the fact that Lonnie Love was there but not Melissa Morgan please. <laughs> Like, where did Lonnie Love come from? Was it was Teresa on the real? No, listen, she was on Watch What Happens Live, and she was she literally asked Lonnie Love right there in the moment, "Do you want to come?" And Lonnie was like, "Yeah, I'll come." She's like, "Okay, come to the wedding." And like, I didn't think it was dead ass, but Lonnie. Love Wait a minute, there. why wasn't I there at the time? <laughs> Thank you. I That's feel like I- as much as I go up for Teresa too, like I should have got. Some kind of a invite, practice. like a Zoom invite or something. Like, like even if I didn't get invited, you should have got invited because you ride hard for her. Yeah. A plate of chicken, something. Yeah. A gift. A thank you note. Something, like, you know, but... An hey. Instagram DM showing appreciation. I, listen, I'm not going to be Melissa Gorga because I just called Melissa Gorga out for talking shit. So I'll leave it at that and I'll respect her decisions. <laughs> Three, so um, you understand. But just take me into account next time. So you don't think her and Louie will make it? Right? I never <laughs> said that. Well, you said next time. <laughs> and there can only be I mean, a next, next time. time. She might have, listen, Gia might have a wedding. Or a vow renewal, maybe. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. <laughs> you do a vow renewal next season. Because anytime you do a vow renewal, you know the Marriage is she might be like Jackie from Basketball Wives. Oh my God! Who literally has a, vow a wedding of a vow renewal every other That'll episode? Be, like, let's have a fucking party. We're getting married. Does she still do that? Yes. Yeah. In the new season, they had, one they had one this she season too. Love with that yes. man, like. But I don't blame. I don't blame her because same. Like, if I had the money to do that shit, I would be like every year. Let's do it. Why not? And then he also puts up with like all her antics. Like that man really loves her. So yeah. it's like if somebody yeah. could put up with all my antics for sure. Like let's get married. Yeah. But I'm very self-aware. So if you're literally still <laughs> <laughs> you're so right. If you can deal with me, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. You know. Love Why that. Not? Um let's go on over to Beverly Hills. There's like a lot of things that have been happening, you know. Um Kathy and Kyle, like everyone wants to know where they stand. Obviously, we're going to have the Erica versus Garcelle thing um, coming up, and then I don't know, just 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 all over the place. Sutton and, and Rena acting a whole ass ass at the homeless for Tuesday's party. <laughs> it's very, it's a lot. So and- homeless, not toothless. You can be oh, homeless, yes. but you better have your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> no. Mile through the homelessness. She's, I can't believe she made that charity. That's wild. (laughs) We were just saying that on Simone's podcast, and it's so funny because I thought the same thing. Like, that is wild as hell for you to name your charity that. Like, oh, like at least let them keep some dignity, you know? (laughs) She's like, I'm taking it away. And then the guy donated one smile. One? Nigga, what? Like, I can donate one. I can go to dental assistant school and donate one. Like, what do you mean you're donating one smile when Dr. Heavenly is like, one smile. And everybody's (laughs) like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) It's so good. That would be me. So good. This is the best charity. 
so we cheap. love it. What so can top cheap. this? <laughs> Aaron, what would you like to to talk about with the Beverly Hills girls? Are you talking about the the stuff that we have? Any of the any anything good? Any good stories about them? This is, this is basically a tea episode, and get to know Brandon's opinions and life episode. So, what's going on in the hills? Do they have any um? good gossip going on let me see let me see just one second Brittany, what did you think of this episode while Aaron looks for something well if i'm gonna be completely honest i didn't watch the full episode i did see mm-hmm. clips That's but i gotta say because with beverly hills i feel like i see a lot about it but this season loki isn't that good like can we be honest like it's yeah. not that good it's yeah. like it's fine, but it's just, like, it's dragging. Like, I feel like they could have made it shorter. Like, we're still talking about Elton John. And it's episode what? Like, 15? That's, I think that's where it took a turn what, where I'm like, okay, what are we really doing? Because at first, I was like, okay, it's not going to be as good because last season is when everything went down. So mm-hmm. there's no way it be as good. But, like, the way it started, I'm like, okay, like, wait, let's wait. Let's give it a chance. Let's get into it. And then Diana came and she was just like her her moment like when we saw the 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 trailer for the season and she delivers the villain line I'm like oh shit this bitch is coming and she's eating and she's rich and she has a young husband and I'm like oh it's gonna be everything but then when we actually saw her say it and then just her as a person who who wants to be the villain but is not the villain it's just all over the place and obviously Garcelle and Sutton are carrying Lisa Renna is screaming at the top of her lungs in the middle of the fucking charity dinner it's just not in, enjoyable it became a little bit better when Sheree came on because she has um, you know like she has common sense like if she sees things from an outside perspective and we also get a chance to see Kyle really stirring shit um, but it's not as I don't know. I don't know what's missing, but hopefully it gets better. Well, um, it seems like it might be heading in that direction because Sutton Strack revealed that she was called by an attorney um, regarding Erica Jane's lawsuit. She said that an attorney gave her a call. <laughs> and Sutton, um, she said she actually received a letter from an attorney and they wanted information from her that she said she didn't have. It wasn't a subpoena because I hired a litigator to answer questions she expressed in her interview. Attorneys aren't cheap. And you know who knows that? The Girardis. So apparently in the upcoming episode, Erica's like, I know what they're going to ask you. So, like, I'm excited to see, like, what what does Erica know about this? And why is she actually being cool about it, it seems? On the preview, though, she's being cool about it. But we know in real life, she's about to like get Robbie with Garcelle and Garcelle's going to deliver that line. That's going to hit the way it hit in the preview. No, I don't have to make you look bad, honey. You make yourself look bad. Okay? And it's just like, I want to have... No, I don't want to have sympathy for her. What what I'm trying to say is I'm trying to not see her as like this monster, but she keeps fucking trying to hold on to these earrings. And I'm like, in real life, I'm like, just let these earrings fucking go. Let the fucking earrings go. At least try to get some of that shit back to widows and orphans. Like, you're, you're not making me want to, when you get back on the road and you're broke and you're putting on your little songs and you're doing a little auto-tune and your dances, it's like, I would literally go to Parker's Playhouse or whatever community theater will have you on stage, but if you're acting like an asshole on the show and you're not trying to be sympathetic and you're calling out people and being a viper, then I'm not going to fucking support you. Yeah, she's just not very likable. And I feel like the best villains are usually at least a little likable. Like Giselle, she's like a huge villain, but she's very likable. Like you like Mm -hmm. watching her. She's funny. Like you're on the ride with her. With Erica, she's just like so one note. And then when she tries to be like fun and like drunk and everything, it's just like she ends up like cursing at a kid and like being weird and it's just like awkward and it's just like not fun and 
I sometimes there's moments where I almost feel bad for her, but I also can't feel bad for her because she's just yeah. kind of awful. She's 100% awful. And, it, and I just don't understand, like, when she talks to her attorneys or she talks to people about doing the show, why wouldn't her strategy be, okay, even if I am not sympathetic and I don't want to, you know, uh, implicate myself or Tom, why wouldn't you at least pretend to, you know, tr- feel sorry about what happened? Like, even if it wasn't your fault. If something wasn't my fault, but I'm very pr- close to the person that did it, and I'm literally getting vitriol spit at me and lawsuits spit at me left and right, I'm going to be very sorry for what happened, just at least so I can fucking get some sympathy and payola about it. At know. least lie. Like, yeah. at least say you're sympathetic, even if you're not. But instead, she's That's- like, I can't say that or i can't say i feel bad but you can insinuate they may be lying like early in the season when she was like well we're not sure if it's true (laughs) right it's just like what (laughs) you can say that but you can't say like oh i feel bad for people like uh, it's weird like but you got a hulu special and you can't say (laughs) like if my ass is on hulu my whole face and my whole life is on there I'm going to at least say sorry. Like, you know, like, it's just weird to me. I agree. I think she's also scared to say the wrong thing because she knows she'd be drinking and shit. But she's not scared to say that they might be lying or we don't know if it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, two truths and a lie. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. But I'm kind of over the whole Erica, like, not the whole Erica thing, but I'm over the Lisa Rinna Sutton thing. I can tell you that right now. Like, yeah. it's it's getting on my nerves. Rinna is really getting on my nerves. Yeah. I feel like the, the you know, there were some good episodes where Rinna wasn't on. And I'm like, mm. Those were the best ones. It's almost like you didn't <laughs> even notice she was gone. Right. And it's I'm not like, almost. I didn't. and and that's the worst part about it because usually like even though she is annoying and and, you know fucking like want her to shut the fuck up it's like we can you know establish that she's essential for the show but right now this is and it's like no you're not even essential for the show so it's like why are you here she used to be essential but she hasn't for a minute now so she can go yeah because the storylines are not good it's like she's lashing out over silly reasons, I feel, even with the whole Sutton and Harry thing. She's like, oh, you didn't apologize to Harry at the wine tasting. And uh, clearly that's not... And and they have the worst timing. Like, why would you apologize at a wine tasting event? Yeah. But why are you still apologizing? Why would you want to bring that up? That deep anyway. And then you already said, yeah. sorry. And we talked about this earlier this season. So what are you talking about? Let's talk about Amelia Bedelia. Let's talk about the other <laughs> one. <Amelia. laughs> like, no, I love those bugs. Same. <laughs> what are they doing right now? Like, what are they doing? Oh, well, they're outside making TikToks about how they fucking hate you. So, like, let's stop talk about that. Other people's children. Like, it's just weird. It was weird, too, because I saw on one of the after shows, it was, like, Dorit and Erica talking. And I guess their main thing, or they think Lisa was upset because... Sutton wouldn't admit that she said the thing to defend Garcelle with the sauce situation. But I'm confused because it's like, why does Sutton need to say that when it was very clear that's what happened? It was like the sauce thing was brought up and she was like, well, I invited them to this and I didn't get a thank you. So like, it was clearly like, why do you need her to say it? Like, I feel like they find any reason to be upset with something and it just doesn't make sense. Just say you're upset because she embarrassed you on live television. That's yeah. fine because, like, she did. And, you know, I get that. I'd be upset, too, if I was revealed to be broke. But, like, just say it. Instead, she's still posting pictures of her, like, there. And then saying she wasn't at the table or Sutton didn't pay. But then she admitted she was at the table, at Sutton's table. So it's like, yep. so what are we, like, what's the argument? Like, he at least just start some other shit then. Right, yeah. because it's all over the place. One minute it's like she's still holding on to it. The next minute she's not mad at it. The next minute she is mad at it because she owes Harry an apology, 
And then the next minute, she's not mad at it again. Um, but and then I freaking out her frustration. Of, of what happened with, you know, losing her mom. And I yeah. understand. I'm, like, very sympathetic toward the loss of anyone, better yet, a parent. But this is not that. Yeah. I agree. It was even hard to feel sorry for her. I'll say it towards the end of the episode, like, when she was crying. Um it was very hard to feel bad for her because I just felt like it wasn't real. It wasn't genuine. I, weren't I, tears. I saw one tear. One. And one. And it was like I've seen when she's cried before and when she seemed like she was like distraught. But this just seemed like I know I look like a fucking bitch right now. So <laughs> I'm just going to bring this up to like cover my ass. And everybody's like calling her and it's like, oh, it's okay. And Kyle's like calling her. And I'm really not feeling Kyle. I'm really not feeling Kyle because she started that whole thing. And at this charity event, like, why would you say that? With Melissa Etheridge, okay? And she was singing her fucking swan song. Yeah, Melissa Etheridge. Come to my window. Imagine the Newports that she had after that fucking event. She's probably like, fuck, enough. She wrote a black and mild. A black and mild. I was just about to say a black and mild <laughs> and a fucking butt light. Not a butt light. That is a countryist. <laughs> no, it was a chorus like, light. Fuck, I'm never the doing this shit again. Yeah, never playing. singing for these fucking housewives. <laughs> <laughs> and they always do that. Like, let the people sing their song and die. Also, Diana's husband, like, that's the only part I like about Diana's storyline. It's just, like, the little clips of him randomly singing in front of the piano. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, I, I couldn't think- have done this without you. And I'm like, what, make a fucking song? Yeah, because he's on her. Diana has a record label, and he's the only one signed to it. <sighs> I will say... I guess is this in Erica's defense? I don't think it's in her defense, but it was funny when she did sing with him. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> and when she was like looking at the music, and he's like, "Girl, get get," and she's like, yeah, Bitch. Yeah. "That was funny." <laughs> but everything else, no. But that was good. He is funny <laughs> as hell. Like replace very her funny with him. That would be interesting. I have a lot of opinions on Asher, but that's not for today. <laughs> I feel like I know what direction you're moving in with that. Just when, just notice that Erica, she called him bitch. Notice yeah. the exchange and the yeah. energy oh, of the exchange. Yeah, yeah. Like, of course. <laughs> Listen, I'm 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 catching what you're throwing down, okay? No else. <laughs> it's like Adam Lambert, but reborn, like all over again. <laughs> Shout out to the Adam. Southern Charm version of Adam Lambert. Yeah. Is mm-hmm. Asher. And I like Adam Lambert sometimes. Where is that? Like, that was such a big one like, year for American Idol. That I remember when they caught him in the car with the guy and he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, same. I get it. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Enough. You're like mood. He took a break. He just he needs to get away from everything. I get it. I get it, child. Bitch. Like <laughs> bitch. Get get. <laughs> because she was like messing with that shit. Like leave the things alone, Erica. Like. Girl, you can't sing, sing. Like, Asher can... Okay, whatever I feel about Diana, I'm not going to take away the fact that Asher can actually sing. Like, I like, and like I said, I enjoy it. Like, when he does his random scene, I'm like, if all her scenes were just him singing, I would be okay with that. A lot more, even though, you know... Never mind. Yeah. I'm still annoyed by the fact that her son's girlfriend is... Becky with the good hair stuff. And like I have opinions about that. But um anyways, so Brandon, is there anything like coming up for you? Are you gonna get back into your podcast? Like tell the people 
what you're doing or are you just focusing on working, living life and surviving? Because I that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I am, I think for right now, I'm focusing a little more on working, but we are hiring some new people, so it should alleviate some of the stress. And I definitely want to start posting more on YouTube. I was pretty consistent with it, but oh no, I haven't like felt creative enough either. I'm just like, I don't know what to make a video about. Like, what am I going to do? A boring vlog? So, but I might just do that. But, um, and I do, yeah. And I might do, I might start the podcast up again soon, but I got to find time for it. But, you know, just trying to get through. Well, I can say you're very good at YouTube, especially to get over 2K subscribers. Like, oh, thank you. I can get one. Doing the damn thing. <laughs> yeah yeah so because like, like after two minutes i'm like what else do i say <laughs> <laughs> i just don't i get lost i'm just like oh wow, i'm just still here dropped a 44 minute episode on our patreon and do you know how episode. hard listen and that a was like episode my a struggle was that the music one? No, that was the video. I didn't. I, there was another. Episode. Yeah, there was the. There was. The, I did a recap on the shy, and I'm just like, mm. I looked at that shit, and I'm like, 44 minutes. And I, I had a lot to say. <laughs> <laughs> That's hard to do. Oh, yeah, that was iconic. I'm like, what? Listen, I appreciate it because, like, literally after it, it felt like 15. Like after I got done, I was just you like, like a show and you want to get through all the details of it and really like talk about it. It's going to naturally come. To mm-hmm. me. So I definitely have to applaud that because I was like, bitch, what the fuck? And I'm over here like, why? Because I'm dropping my skincare routine on the Patreon. Yes. I see it on your story and I'm like, this, you're about to do a whole ass blog and I love it. I had to do something, child. I'm trying to do something. <laughs> I just uh, every day, and I ask him to throw me a bow, please. <laughs> okay, can we t- no? But Sutton, she's she has her moments, but she's funny. Like yeah. Sutton is very funny. I like Sutton. Even the fact that she showed up to a date with the fucking my cat homosexual girl. assistant, and I love- that is my I love my homosexual assistant. And he's the best. And she does. Like, it's living proof. She on the show, yeah, she's he's like, here he yeah. is. The Smash Control. Gotta get Have you guys been keeping up with Dubai at all? I know you guys don't oh, like it that much. And it's not that good, but. You, you know. know. <laughs> don't call us <laughs> out. <laughs> I know y'all don't really see it for Dubai. Um, we actually really do. We love the show. I don't know what you what do. Would make you think that I don't know. Listening to words you've spoken, I love <laughs> that cast. They're so good. I literally feel like fucking Lindsay Lohan when she called Paris a cunt, and then the fucking paparazzi was like, "She's like, what do you mean, Paris was my best friend?" <laughs> like, bitch, what? <laughs> I. No, I've I'm been watching it, but those random videos of her saving the little girl. Oh, when <laughs> she like on Instagram Live, yeah. When they ben. like had to like the mom Come like back. threw her to Come the ground. <laughs> what are you doing with her now? Come with me. Come with me. Like I love that shit. And then they push her, and she falls down, and she's like, "Oh, oh my god, oh." Oh, oh my god! I can't. Yeah, no, but I literally I don't miss an episode of Dubai. Let me be very clear. It's just that you know I just don't have a lot to say about it. But you know I love Ion, like it's Dang. the Ion show, and I love Lisa Milan's looks. I can look at that bitch all day. I look at her <laughs> husband even more. Um, and then Caroline Brooks. I just I I I like that. She is very business savvy, and I like that she's using her exes to pay for her new business. And then at the table on the most recent one, she's like, "No man is paying for me." So someone she's doing amazing, yeah. Like I love, I, that. I, I like that. And then as far as the other can Caroline, I'm just like, I don't know what they saw on with you, ladies in London. I don't know why it was. It's because she was like on a cast with really like basic, boring people. 
And she was like the most interesting. I try to watch Ladies of London because I was familiar with it, but I never watched it. And I was like, oh, let me watch it like to prepare for Dubai. But it wasn't that interesting. And like she <laughs> low-key was like awful. So I was like, why did people like her? Like, I don't get this. And then I watched Dubai and I was like, I really don't get why people like her. <laughs> so I don't know. Hopefully they have an amazing, like, I do think that they're going to come back strong though. Season two is going to be, you know, Good. it's got to be better. Yeah. I didn't know what to say. Yeah. But it's going to be something. It's going to be something. Season they two really better happen. Chanel, I think, I don't know if Chanel should have her own show or like, because she's really the only interesting one. I think they should maybe make her the main. Yeah. The main main and have her take lead. That will move the show in another direction because I think they gave Stanberry the lead, Stanberry. Yes. And it's like, it's kind of. That's my surname. That's not my real name. (laughs) Call me Caroline. (laughs) I also think they should bring the wild thornberries on. And Aaron, I do not bring like enemy <laughs> You do. In what capacity? Like, How would they is, fit in? Like Frank Roger Rabbit. Like, this is like the live show. action versions though. I want to see them on the show. And who was playing okay, so okay. All right, let's let's let that be our potster. <laughs> if we had to have a cartoon live action character on a Housewives franchise would you want on there? Aaron, you have already started this. So who was going to play Eliza Thornberry for Dubai? Oh my gosh, that's not a good that's way too hard of a question right now. Well you started it. You you made this up. Like this is your fault. You took the stage. I'm gonna give it to Miss Juicy Baby. (laughs) Miss Juicy Baby should play (laughs) Eliza Thornberry. <laughs> Honestly, yes. Yeah, I'll post it. The fact that I will watch that shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, but I die every time you guys quote Nene be like, Juicy, you're a damn L. Juicy, <laughs> you are. That was wise left. I love she's Nene. About Why can't Nene get money? Uh, yeah, and Nini, oh. she has so many like, great moments. I'm like, oh, it's pop culture, and it's always it's it's literally Tiffany Pollard, Nini Leaks, Miss Juicy Baby. Like that's the holy trinity. Agreed, Miss Juicy Baby. Yes, <laughs> I, love I guess her. I would bring. I I'm gonna go with Atlanta because like that's the best show on right now. And I guess because I watch Big Mouth so much, I would bring Maya Rudolph <laughs> as the hormone monstrous to Real Housewives. I would love that. She's a bubble bath. A bubble bath with Sheree. <laughs> Brandon? Okay. So I just thought of this because I really couldn't think of anything. I would bring <laughs> Scooby-Doo to Salt Lake City so that Whitney oh. can help them solve crimes. And then I can hear Aaron go, aha, aha, I got it. <laughs> we got, we solved the clue. The mystery that monster. That so is. good. I would actually watch that. Like, that's the only thing with Whitney where I would be like, okay, you got it. You got it. I'm, ex- uh, are you guys kind of excited for the new season of Salt Lake? Because I, yeah. I don't know how y'all felt about season two. I felt like it could have been a lot better. And it's just yeah, like, I don't know. But <laughs> I think se- season three should be in- interesting because I think Jen's supposed to say she's innocent the whole time. And then like Meredith and Heather are really on her side. Because mm-hmm. Heather's a great friend and Meredith believes insane. in guilty or innocent till proven guilty. And, you know, she I'm so glad the game's confessed. back together. Uh, I'm excited to see Lisa Barlow, too. She's yeah, she's literally like. Shout out to baby. I mother. love it. I love it. I love that. I love that. She's a and fucking she whore. Does <laughs> she's a fucking whore. She's fucked half in New York. That fucking garbage slut. Then <laughs> she goes here. Is your mic half? You can <laughs> have this. <laughs> she is good. Okay. Uh, and I have her back soon, guys. Like. Tell her we want her back on the pod because she was a good time too. Mm-hmm. She literally she was came on the to- pod. Yeah, she 
she was one of she was the the second housewife that we had on our podcast and she was on very early on and like she spoke like life into us and was like you guys had a okay i remember like, she called really us good. the sun dance like or did she, we make that shit up by ourselves? Oh, we made that up. <laughs> <laughs> she invited she, us to the Sundance. Yeah. So we have a Sundance invitation because she's the same Sundance queen. But I'm so still keeping that title. Us. Even though I removed yeah. it from my bio. Yeah, we're always going to be the Sundance Period. It's um, always there even when it's not, is the thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah especially when we finally like show up one day. <laughs> Shout out, you guys, to Lisa Barlow and... Um, Diet Coke. So we're going to head to our Patreon to film a little Patreon episode as we do. Please make sure that you subscribe to our Patreon. Rate us five stars. And I want to thank you guys who have been leaving positive reviews on the podcast. Like, we really that. That, like, does so much for us. Like, take all your shit talking and even if you disagree with us, take that to DMs because it's out there. But as far as, you know, on Apple, it really like affects us a lot. And we appreciate you guys for taking the time out of your day to leave a comment. Brandon, do you want to tell the people where they can find you on the internet? Or do you want them to find you on the internet? Because they, they can. They what is the thing Karen Huger says? Uh, you find me, but I don't send for you. Or what was that thing she said? Oh, my <laughs> God. Even quote her. Oh, people come for me all the time. All the they, time. Just they just can't find me. Yes. <laughs> Love her. Yeah. Um, you can find me at B Lord AF, B L O R D A F on I think all socials pretty much. So yeah, follow me. Yes, follow Lord. Yes. And thank you and so much us. again for coming. Yeah. Thank you for having Love. me. This is such an honor, and this was so much fun. A key, okay. The key. And um, thank you for your like hot takes, and you mm-hmm. definitely weren't afraid to say like what you thought, and we love that. Even though Always. I was um, the Melissa Gorgon thing because I am a shitster. Um, <laughs> you ship Melissa Gorga? No, I don't. No, 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 no. I'm a shitster. I was about to oh, you're a shitster. I, I thought like, you called her a shitster. I was like, you ship that. her? No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I just think that she's like, you know, starting a lot of shit. And if she cheated on her husband, I want to see it. And that's pretty much okay, it. that's fair. <laughs> Yeah, but you guys will be back next week. Listen to our episodes, rate us five stars, and subscribe to our Patreon. We love you. Have a good weekend. Bye. Bye. Bye.